You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Tonight we'll look at Psalm 13, a short one, only five, only six verses. I have very little in the way of announcements except... uh, uh, thank you for your prayers. My father has finally come home from the hospital. He was there 11 days. And uh, he'll be on a recovery regimen at home still for a while with oxygen and home health. And uh, At this point, some of those things just appear indefinite. But uh, anyway, we're glad he's finally able to go home. The other announcement, uh, I and the Horsleys who are here tonight, we will be uh, on the Lord's Day, uh, down in Oklahoma, uh, Abby, and well, praise God for this, has uh, graduated college and got a full-time job. Um, and so we're going to go down to her graduation, leaving in the morning. Uh, that's on uh, Friday afternoon. And then returning back uh, to Oklahoma on Sunday and uh, worshiping there where my parents worship, and I've been asked to, to speak on Sunday morning down there for them. So we'll be back home Sunday night. Uh, Steve, I believe, is teaching our Bible class on Sunday. I believe Rick is is uh, preaching. So, uh, uh, Lord willing, uh, the rest of y'all will see each other on Sunday uh, with that. So, uh, Psalm 13. It's a, a psalm like so many psalms of which there is an obvious tension and it's uh, so oftentimes when we talk about the, in these psalms, these just direct uh, lines of complaint uh, and taking, uh, in, with a, in a, like I say, just an absolutely direct manner, taking things to God, uh, I would say it's almost unparalleled. We have so uh, few hymns uh, of our, that we sing which approach this, uh, but there is one uh, t- t- that is a pretty good parallel, and I think borrows the structure of this, uh, this uh, psalm in our hymn book, and we'll mention that in a moment. Let's read this psalm of David. It's written for the choir master so that the choir here could sing, and I wonder how many of these were congregational, because we know the Jews had, uh, were all sang together. We also know they had a professional choir and orchestra or whatever, the the equivalent of that in the ancient world. Uh, They had the professional musicians and singers. So I wonder if this was a a, a people's song or a choir's song, but it's written to the choir master from David. So verse 1, How long, O Lord, how long, Jehovah, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul And have sorrow in my heart all the day. How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? So this immediate presence of God that David so longed for. And when it was absent was so uh, discouraging to him. The enemy is prospering. And David is floundering. So he says consider and answer me. I I don't know that usually we just. How many of us have our, our prayers like that? God, consider that God answer me. 
God. Unless we're in distress, we usually don't resort to this kind of directness. But this, these psalms tell us how to do it. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. So keep me alive, lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foe rejoice, because I am shaken. And so David doesn't want to be shaken for his own account, but he always couches it as something that he would ask the Lord to vindicate his promises, the Lord to vindicate his choices, the Lord to shine through his people. Let people know that you're the Lord because your people are blessed and you're with your people, that the enemies and the ungodly don't get the idea that that's the way. Because verse 5, but I have trusted in your steadfast the steadfast love is a big thing in the Psalms. Um, it's kind of hard even to translate. Many translations will say, the love of your, by the love of your covenant, by your uh, endless love, by your covenantal love. It's this, it's this care based on a pledge. Uh, this uh, care of God for his people, his concern expressed in his promise. David said, I've trusted in that. And folks, that's the very key to salvation, trusting in the steadfast love of God, yearning for that. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he's dealt bountifully with me. Well, if we read verses 1 and 2 where he's talking about you're forgetting me, it seems, you're hidden from me, Uh, I've had to take counsel with my own self because I don't seem to be right now hearing from you. I've had sorrow of heart. My enemies rejoicing and exulting. That's the situation described in the first. But at the end, he's talking about the steadfast love, the covenantal love, the salvation, the bountiful dealings of God. There's an obvious tension there, isn't there? Between that which David has and has known and yearns for again, and that which he has now, which is so far Short of that? And so which is it? Is it a life that the faithful in it seem to be forgotten, hidden from God in sorrow? Or is it a life of steadfast love, salvation, singing to the Lord because of his bountiful dealings? It's both. And sometimes it seems more one and sometimes it seems more the other. But David's confidence is such that When it appears it's gone, it certainly, by the promise of God, will return. As I say, we we don't often approach in our hymns this kind of thing. There is something of this in uh, our hymn, in this hymn book, uh, song number 96. The the chorus of song in our hymn book, 96, Christ Returneth. O Lord Jesus, how long? How long, ere we shout the glad song, Christ returneth, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen. It's almost exactly the same words of David. But here in this, this hymn, we're thinking about uh, Jesus coming, maybe in the morning, maybe in the midday, uh, maybe, maybe at night, uh, but whenever he comes, uh, there uh, will be caught up through the clouds, it says, to be with our Lord in glory. Because we know he receives his own. And in this verse, there's that tension of us wanting to receive 
what Christ has promised and he said he'll bring. And at times, it, just, it doesn't kind of feel like we're just holding out for it because we need him to return. And so we say, Maranath, the Lord come quickly. And so the psalmist said, how long, O Lord? And our hymn says, Lord Jesus, how long? How long? But the end of it in both is sing praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll sing to the Lord because he's dealt bountifully with me. And so there's a psalm of which we copy and we ape to some degree in the exact words and sentiments. But let us, when things seem dark, trust in God like David did to the same end of salvation. And we have all the more promises in hope in Jesus Christ that David looked forward to in faith and we look back to in reality. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.